the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100. Get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll Contest. $250 cash and gift certificate to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. I'm just about that action, boss. with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's me, Rilla Row, Villain Row, Terrell Furman Jr. at your service. And we are coming off of a monstrous Thursday night where we hit the LaVisca Chenault first touchdown, 43-1. to Oh my gosh. I mean that that basically paid us up for the year. Like that paid us up for the year. That was that was a huge first touchdown hit. Congratulations if anybody hit that. Got my partner in Pitt Scott Studio Rachel with me. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Good to be back. Uh, looking forward to another potentially competitive game here. I'm not sure how to describe the game last week. It was competitive in the end. Uh, the weather itself made it. Borderline unwatchable at times, but the game turned out to be somewhat close. And it's kind of a similar story here because the weather's going to be better than what we saw last week, but still not very good. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be some pretty nasty weather. Uh, looking at 25 degrees, cloudy, 12 mile per hour wind. So it's going to be a cold day in Green Bay for this one. Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers this week. Last week, we had the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons face off in Carolina where Carolina got the win, got the cover there. And, ah, oh man, I mean, I, I was kind of, I, I don't know, man. I just couldn't bet on this Carolina team, but they went and got it done. And I felt like after looking at the line, and I'm like, ah, oh, Carolina probably is going to end up get, you know, figuring out a way to get this win. Once it went from three to two and a half, I was like, they're going to figure out a way to get this win. But, uh, man, Atlanta just fall a fall from grace from what that offense looked like in the beginning of the year to what they look like now. Yeah, definitely true. The weather didn't help. Mariota looked like garbage. Uh, people were arguing that they should bench him for the rest of the year solely because of one game. That's so you know it went pretty poorly uh, for that offense. Cordero Patterson also did nothing the entire game. Uh, but it seemed like Carolina just dominated up front. Foreman had a huge game again against Atlanta. They ran it down their throats. Defensive line did their thing. And Atlanta had a shot to potentially tie the game at the end. But for the most part, yeah. they really didn't threaten much for the entire game offensively. No, no. It was just Carolina's night. All right. Well, I mean, best thing that came from that game is LaVisca Chenault, man. 
swing pass wasn't even a pass really more of because it was behind him so it was a run technically and takes it 41 yards for the first touchdown of the game and i was sitting there watching that play and when i saw him go in motion i said oh wow could this be it and i just kind of said it jokingly and i think i actually looked back down at my phone and didn't even watch the rest of the play and then next thing i know i hear the tv look up and he's in the end zone and i'm like oh yeah hell yeah so that was a really great catch there yeah, d- definitely huge uh, when you take that big of a long shot. And you know he's going to get basically one touch, and it's the end around. And he take he actually takes it to the crib. That's the play you dream of when you watch football all the time. I don't know how I didn't have LaVisca in my DFS lineup, and I picked Shy Smith. How did I? How did you let me go through with Shy Smith and I had LaVisca for the first touchdown? I feel like I – oh, man. I feel like I would have had a good lineup if I had – I thought you chose to use Shy as like an insurance policy for LaVisca. Maybe it was. Maybe if it was like a hedge. Like don't blame it on me. What did I do? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm mad at myself. I really should have just went ahead and went all in on LaVisca there. I think I would have had a really good DFS lineup if I got that one last player in there. All right. Next game on the slate, we have Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers this Thursday. Before we do that, got to talk about WinBet. And WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Louisiana, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. You have online sports betting, casino play. The WinBet win hour, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. You can get the marquee games of the week for the best odds out. Great promos, odds, and payouts. All of that. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-T. Claim your free bet today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Scott, let's get into this week. Tennessee Titans are traveling to the Green Bay Packers to play Green Bay and Green Bay minus three for the Packers line opened up at four and a half line is still sitting at the opening number for the total 41 points looking at it's like the money's coming in on both sides here 54 percent of the bets on Tennessee 69 percent of the money on Green Bay. Under money is coming in in this one because of that weather report that we told you again, 25 degrees, mostly cloudy. It's going to be a cold day, about 12, 13 mile per hour winds in this one. Looking here for injuries and we have Randy Bullock, Bud Dupree is out for this one as well. So they just signed Josh Lambeau. If anybody remembers Josh Lambeau, that's the guy that Urban Meyer kicked <laughs> in Jacksonville, the kicker that he was kicking for missing kicks or something like that. Uh, so they're in for this game. Somebody else. Hold on. Uh, there, there we go. All right. Is, so is, Gary, is Gary officially out for uh, Green Bay? Uh, hold on. Monty Johnson, Randy Bullock, uh, Elijah Molden's questionable, Jeffrey Simmons is questionable, Bud Dupree is questionable, Ben Jones is out, Armani Hooker is out. That's two safeties out for the Titans. Green Bay, we have Romeo Dobbs, as we know, Shamar John Charles, doubtful, Bakhtari or Baka, Bakhtiari. Yeah, Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. I'm just trying to get that. Uh, questionable, Campbell's out. Jenkins is questionable, and I don't see uh, Gary up here. Okay. So, 
a little extensive. For me, big thing from the injury report is a already bad Tennessee Titans defense is missing pieces going into this one. That is what my concern here is for this game. Huh. This is a tough one because Vrabel's really good as a dog, man. Vrabel just finds ways to cover as a dog. And the Tennessee defense isn't good, but Green Bay hasn't shown many times that offensively they can take advantage of a bad defense. They gave up what they scored nine points against Detroit. Like that's hard. I think that that's actually hard to do. Like you in have a, to in a dome try. as well. Yes. You have to actually try. Like try to not score points for you to only score nine against Detroit. Before that, 17 in Buffalo. Yeah, 21 in Washington, 10 in, at the New York Jets. Well, against the New York Jets at home. So 10 at home against New York Jets. 31 was really the first last week, the first big offensive week they had coming on the three touchdowns of Christian Watson. Do we see something like that this week? I think it's pretty tricky with the wind, which is why I'm not exactly sure what I'm supposed to expect for Green Bay's overall game plan. Last week, they beat Dallas. It really started and ended with the ground game. Yes, I know Rodgers had three touchdown passes to Watson, but they ran it down Dallas's throats, and that's really why the game ended up going in Green Bay's favor in the end. Tennessee's the opposite of Dallas. They're good against the run, and they're awful against the pass. I'll ask you, what do you think for this overall game flow? Because I do think Green Bay should, keyword should, go back to the pass. The problem is they've been terrible whenever the run game hasn't been involved. So I think they're kind of stuck, and I think that they're going to have to try to run the ball in order to open up some deep shots downfield. I think they're going to try, and I don't know how much it's going to succeed because Tennessee's been one of the better run defenses in the NFL for over the course of the season. It's and we talked about it. They're they're really good. They're really good against the run, really bad against the pass. So it feels like this is the game where Aaron Rodgers just needs to let loose. Like he needs to let loose. He needs to be able to find his targets out there in the passing game and push the ball through the air because you're already having a struggling season with Aaron Jones and with AJ Dillon. If you can't push that push the ball through the air, you're not I I don't know how you're gonna move the ball in this game. Like, this is the matchup. This is the matchup. Tennessee has a terrible secondary. This yep. is 100% the matchup where you need to exploit it, and this should be the game where Aaron Rodgers has, like, 300 yards of, of passing. It passing should offense. be, but I am wondering, since they ended up winning last week, if that might result in a potential leaning on the ground game. So, we'll see. Oh, oh they're 100%. Well, I don't think they – I don't know if they are. I really don't know they are. I know the Titans will, but – I Yeah. Because Green Bay can't stop the run to save their lives, but that, that's kind of my point. 26th in rushing yards allowed, 30th in uh, rush DVOA. The Packers can't stop the run at all. This is going to be a monster Derrick Henry game. Nobody's going to want to tackle him in the cold. And it it just feels like this is the game script because everybody thinks that – um, what am I saying? Everybody thinks that the Green Bay Packers are just going to come out here and get a win. I think Green Bay is going to struggle for the majority of this game. I truly that's what I truly think is going to happen. They are going to try to go to the run early in the game. It's not going to work. They're going to get a lot of third and longs, second and longs. They're going to be behind the sticks, basically. And 
the Tennessee Titans are going to do what they always do, just run the ball down Derrick Henry, eat up a bunch of clock, score a touchdown, and then they're not going to do anything for a majority of the game after that. And then at some point, Aaron Rodgers is going to wake up and he's going to attack that secondary and the Packers are just going to come back and win this game. That's kind of what I'm expecting. I think it'll be a nail biter. Uh, I think Tennessee has a good chance to be leading early in this game. I'm going to mention something actually later on for a prop, but I do think if you end up looking at how this game should play out, it's in Lambeau. Tennessee is not a great offensive team by any means. So I don't mm-hmm. exactly expect them to put Green Bay away early when they need to. Kind of like what Dallas had to deal with last week. They couldn't put Green Bay away in the fourth quarter. You can't let Rodgers hang around for too long, and then it's going to come back to bite you. And it did. So I think if you want to talk about what to kind of expect in this game, I do agree with you about Tennessee early. That might be why I also kind of like Rodgers in this matchup, because maybe they might have to play catch up in the second half. Mm -hmm. I'll ask you this, though. With Lazard and with Watson... Who do you think's the one that's going to pop off this week? Because I think one of them has to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like after last week, I'm kind of expecting an overcorrection to Watson. And I think Lazard might be underrated in the spot. You? Yeah, that's what I'm that's exactly the same thing I'm on. And I just think that all right, everybody like it's just so obvious that this has to be the Lazard week. I think it should be the Lazard week. And it's just so many drops. Like Christian Watson has so many drops, mm-hmm. like so many drops. He had like two, three drops before he had that first touchdown pass. I think it was two drops before that first touchdown pass. He had two drops and you're just like, oh, that's brutal. And then they give him another one and Roger puts it right in the bread basket. And it looks exactly like that first catch, uh, that first pass attempt that he had in the first play of the Vikings game. First game of the season, and he just dropped an open 75-yard touchdown. Yeah. Like, it looked exactly like that. Then you never heard from him again. You thought they might have sent him to the gulag or something, and then he came back last week, and he was really, really good. Grows like the Undertaker when Randy Orton closed the casket on him, and he comes back with the casket on fire and shocks everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, that's exactly what Christian Watson did last week. And so, yeah, I'm on Green Bay minus three. I, I think for three, I'm probably in agreement. I was initially going to lean to a three and a half. I was initially going to lean Tennessee at three and a half, but now it's at three. I'm not sure if I could actually take it. I do think Tennessee has a very good chance to win this game, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to overreact to Green Bay winning one game against a team that was up 14 points in the fourth quarter and just ended up choking the game away. But I really don't think Tennessee's that good. I'm going to give props mm-hmm. to the Titans for being the best team in a really bad division and for actually kind of rebuilding its defense midway through the season. But we know this offense isn't exactly capable of doing much. And last week, they got a little bit lucky that Westbrook Akina found a couple of broken coverages and he ended up having a massive touchdown and he had a pretty big stat line. But I think we would agree that Green Bay in a rock fight does seem kind of likely, especially in the cold weather. This game really just screams like 20. I think it could land three. I see a 2017 type game here. I just think it's going to be whichever team kind of controls the line of scrimmage. And I think Green Bay has the ability to maybe surprise Tennessee on the ground because they do have several running backs that can wear you down over the course of 60 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely buy that. I just, man, it's just so... it's. Why has Green Bay had such issues running the ball? Like, 
it's just and, and it's not like I, I get that the personnel around you know that offensive line and stuff is not the best right now but it just seems like blocking scheme like just pure design of what they're doing just is not working they just need a complete makeover of that offense right now all right 41 i mean we're going under right I kind of have to. I, I just think it's going to be a game where either both offenses struggle or one struggles, and that's good enough for me. Green Bay offensively, once again, was really good in the fourth quarter. They still had 14 points entering the fourth quarter, so the offense wasn't amazing for about three quarters, and then it woke up in the fourth. But I'm going to go with the under. Tennessee, even if they do hypothetically move the ball, they're going to drain a bunch of clock. Unless mm-hmm. Derrick Henry breaks a couple of runs for like 40 yards apiece. I just see a lot of running clock in this game. The mm-hmm. weather's going to struggle. The weather's going to make it uh, likely for both teams to struggle offensively. I'm also not sure how much I should trust the field goal kicking when you have like 15 mile per hour wins outside. It's not exactly a good situation for field goal kicking. So I think I'm going to have to just completely acknowledge the fact that field goal kicking might just not be on the table. Mm-hmm. And I think as a result, I'm going to just look at a spot where I think there's some value on the under and just expect a rock fight. Yeah. Like if Tennessee would score 13, would you be shocked? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I, I, this is going to be an ugly game. Like this is going to be an ugly, ugly game. All right. Let's get into first touchdown. Scott, what do you have on the line for first touchdown tonight? So, of course, you have a lot of chalk at the top with Derrick Henry, and I'm not going to take it because that's just a waste of everybody's time. Uh, The question is, are there any serious or I'd say tempting double-digit shots that I think you could take in what we're expecting to be a low-scoring game? So I'm obviously not going with Derrick Henry. Aaron Jones is interesting because I do think he might have re-won the trust of the coaching staff last week because of how good he was. But looking at first touchdown odds here, it's, I mean, it's cheap. It's plus 500. Uh, If I had to pick anybody right now for a first, I'd say favorite, quote-unquote, I would take Lazard at plus 950, give or take. He plays a bunch of snaps. I'll mention some of the stats in a second when we get to the player props. But I think 950 is a good price for a guy against a banged-up secondary and really just not a good secondary to begin with. And Lazard is kind of now the forgotten guy because uh, Watson is the new popular flavor of the week. I think that Lazard is still a guaranteed target guy from Rodgers because he actually trusts Lazard, at least Mm -hmm. more than a lot of the other receivers on the roster. Mm -hmm. Give me Lazard a plus 950. Maybe you see a better price, but I do think that's a pretty solid way to look at it. All right. Anybody else? Uh, so that's my first one. My second one, I'm going to go with Robert Tunyon at 14 to 1. Tennessee is not exactly great against tight ends. And Tunyon, it's a little bit tricky because he kind of splits with Mercedes Lewis. He does mm-hmm. get the majority. I believe he gets around 60 something percent. But I do think Tunyon, who's been a red zone threat in the past, could easily catch a pass either in play action or maybe just a good matchup on a linebacker. And Rodgers does trust him, historically speaking. So I will go with uh, Tunyon as my second pick at 14 to one. I know if you want to alternate, I'm going to just give my third one. No, you can give all yours. All right. So my third one is going to be a bit of a longer shot here. Uh, It's going to be, I'm trying to think of if, if I want to take uh, Tannehill or if I want to pivot and 
you know what? No, I'm going to go with Dontrell Hilliard. I'm going to take the Tennessee uh, third down running back. I think that if there's a chance that it is a third and goal spot and they end up using Hilliard and it's third and goal at the six-yard line or some decent distance, I think Hilliard might actually be on the field. And Green Bay's linebacking core, I've watched them play this year. It's okay. I mean, I, I think that you can you can see Hilliard end up having some moments in a one-on-one coverage where Tannehill might give him a wheel route, maybe something to get him into space. But I don't trust Tennessee's receiving core. And I think that if they really want to generate anything, you might have to try to exploit any mismatch you can get. I'll take a flyer on Hilliard at 19 to one because I know he's been on the field and he has a designated role. Everyone's going to pick Henry, but if it's third down, they might actually take him off the field. So I'll go with Hilliard at 19 to one. All right. That's it for you. Yeah. I thought about maybe Burks, but I don't know what a snap count's going to be. So I decided to pass. All right. Uh, yeah, Burks was on my radar. I didn't. I ultimately didn't pull the trigger. All right, both quarterbacks: Ryan Tannehill twenty to one, Aaron Rodgers thirty eight to one. For my next Tennessee player, give me Robert Woods sixteen to one, and I'm gonna tell you the play that he's gonna do. It. He's gonna do a jet sleep running from right to left and get into the end zone like that. I think that's. I really think that that's it. I don't think that it's a pass. I, I I don't think that there's a passing touchdown in this game for uh, Ryan Tannehill. I think this is a jet sweep. Robert Woods comes across formation there for my next Packers person. I am going. I liked your tight end angle, but I went Mercedes Lewis forty to one. He's a good he's price a at forty body. to one though. It's yeah, very big body. And when we think about how bad the run game is for. Not the run, but how good the run defense is for the Titans. And I'm just thinking of, all right, here we go. They went and they tried to punch it in two times, Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon, whatever happened. They got the run the run formation team in, the pass blocking tight end, Mercedes Lewis. He's in the game. They run a bootleg. He runs out in a flat touchdown. Like, that's how I see it. So, uh, Mercedes Lewis, 40 to one Aaron Rodgers 38 to one Ryan Tannehill, 20 to one and Robert Woods, 16 to one. Let's have another good day with first touchdowns. I'm rooting for it. All right. Next we have our three player props for the game. I'll kick us off with, I am going, well, no, I can't bet that that's no value. Um, I thought I was about to do that, but I just looked at the odds and they knew it. All right, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers over one and a half passing touchdowns, minus 115. And I'm just going to say that he's got to get it going against this Tennessee Titans secondary. Like they got to keep, they got some momentum by scoring three touchdowns last week, well, uh, four touchdowns last week. He's got to get it going against this te- this Tennessee secondary. This is a very, very soft secondary. Bottom five in passing yards allowed, receptions allowed, 11 touchdowns on the season, two wide receivers. This has to be the Aaron Rodgers spot where he goes out there and he's able to have two, three touchdowns, 250, 300 passing yards, like one of those good Aaron Rodgers games to go out here and get a win. So I'm going Aaron Rodgers over one and a half passing touchdowns. All right, so starting off, I'm going to go with, uh, 
yeah, starting off, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers as well, but I'm going to take him longest completion over 36 and a half yards at okay. minus 115. He's gone over this number in each of the last three games. Tennessee's allowing the second most passing yards per game in the league. Now, the win could be a bit concerning, but realistically, Rodgers is so accustomed to win games that I think he'll actually manage to look decent in mm-hmm. the conditions. But Lazard and Watson, we know, can get behind the defense, especially underwhelming secondaries, which Tennessee has. And I do think that all it takes is one even a screen pass, maybe to Aaron Jones, and he takes it 40 yards. But 36 mm. and a half, I think, is a little bit short since now we know Watson can also generate big plays on a regular basis. Lazard, we knew, could do that. Tennessee's defense is in shambles. I like Rodgers along his completion over 36 and a half. But once again, all it takes is one. Yeah, that's it. That is it. All right. Second prop. So easy, very chalk, but I don't care. Derrick Henry over 102 and a half rushing yards, minus 113. 30th in rush DOV in rush DVOA are the Packers defense. They're really, really bad against running backs. Really, really bad. It's cold weather. They're gonna this is really just more of a volume play for me for Derrick Henry than more of he looks like, you know, the unstoppable Derrick Henry that can go out there and get 150 rushing yards. I just think that he's going to get 20, 25 maybe even close to 30 touches in this game with this weather, with the win, and Ryan Tannehill, who you already kind of don't trust his arm that much. Yeah, I just think that they're going to pound this with Derrick Henry, and if they don't stop it, they're just going to let him continue to get three, four yards a carry and continue to keep moving the chain. So, yeah, I'm on Derrick Henry here. Give me Derrick Henry over 102.5. Yeah, my second one's going to be sticking with the passing angle for the Packers. I'm going to go with Alan, Alan Lazard. His receiving yards are at 47 and a half at minus 115. I get it. The weather is not supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. The secondary stinks. I think Lazard should have whatever matchup he wants. He's had at least 55 receiving yards in three of the last four games. Tennessee, once again, allowing the second most passing yards per game in the league. And last week, despite Watson going nuts, Lazard did play 98% of the offensive snaps, including overtime. He's on the field basically every play. I think this number is just way too low. I mentioned longest completion. Lazard could catch a 50-yard pass. But there's a mm-hmm. way that I win both props in one play. I'm just going with the over. 47.5 for the number one wide receiver against the second worst pass defense in the league. I got to take the over on principle. Give me the over on Lazard. All right. My last prop. I'm taking a plus money prop. Give me Ryan Tannehill. Yes. To throw an interception plus 102. And I know you're sitting here like, Ryan Tannehill, he's got three interceptions on the year. He doesn't throw the interceptions that often. He doesn't. However, this is a very windy game. This is a very ugly game on Thursday night with, you know, not the whole week to prepare. You're going out here. You're going to he's going to try to force this ball in the win. I think that we're going to sweat this. We're going to wait till probably the end, maybe the fourth quarter at some point for a late interception that really sets the Titans back. But this Packers secondary is good. Like they have some key players in this secondary and I think they can make plays. So I'm going to just take them to be a ball hawk and take advantage of just the inadvertent ball that gets thrown by Ryan Tannehill in a very windy game. So yeah, give me Ryan Tannehill plus one Oh two. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't mind that. I think that especially if you think Green Bay is going to win, then Tannehill might have to throw the ball late in the game anyway. So you could potentially get some positive game flow in your favor. All right, what's your last prop? So my last one, I am going to go with two. Oh, that uh, Nick's money line came in. 
It did. It did. Uh, I don't actually remember if I took the money line or if I took the four and a half because I took like I mentioned like an alt, but I don't even remember whatever. Knicks won. Uh, unfortunately, I had a player performance double with Cam Reddish and that didn't get there. So that's a bit unfortunate. But either way, uh, my yeah, Julius Randle, 34 and 11. Oh, he was great. I'm sorry, we're on a football show. My yeah, bad. it's all good. Um, my last one, I'm going to go with the Packers once again. And I'm actually going to go against the kicker. I'm going to fade a kicker here. I'm gonna okay. fade Mason. I'm gonna fade Mason Crosby. I'm gonna take him under one and a half field goals and minus one ten. I feel like he's been brutal this year. He's made less than two field goals in each of the last five games. Damn. And Tennessee is only allowing one point six field goal attempts per game, which ranks tied for eighth fewest in the league. Also, fifteen mile per hour wins. He had one last week because of overtime, so he had none in regulation. But I do think you'll end up seeing Green Bay either struggle to move the ball or fully embrace the conditions and try to go for it on some fourth and shorts. But I think Mason Crosby one and a half when he's gone under in five straight and now the weather sucks, I think it's going to work in our favor. He's also missed a, f- a fair share of kicks. So I'm going to go with Mason Crosby under one and a half field goals. All right. Uh, oh, that's it for all our props. We did all three of our props. All yeah. right. And it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Thursday night showdown lineup. I'll kick things off this week. Captain slot. Am I 100% sold on this? Yeah, I am. All right, captain slot. It's going to be Alan Lazard. And I'm not the biggest Alan Lazard fan. I'm not. Everybody thought Alan Lazard was going to easily be the number one receiver for the Packers when his year came in. And I think at this point, they they still don't have a number one receiver. But... This is just zig when they zag because I'm pretty sure everybody's going to play Christian Watson after a three-touchdown game last week. And I'm just going to call my shot and say, hey, this is the Alan Lazard week. We talk about how bad Tennessee is against the pass. I do think that the Packers are more accustomed to 12, 13, 14-mile-per-hour wins. Aaron Rodgers has been playing in this his whole career. I'll take Alan Lazard for my captain's slot. What are you so, doing? I was, I was initially thinking the same thing. But I decided to go with a guy which initially you might look at the overall matchup and not be too thrilled about it, but I do like the potential contrarian play here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Aaron Jones as my captain here. And I know that Tennessee is pretty good against the run, mm-hmm. but Aaron Jones, I do think, is going to be used in the red zone all the time. I know Dylan's been kind of a thorn in his side, but he had 138 yards last week. I do think he could end up having another big game here. Plus, we know Aaron Jones can catch passes, and with bad weather, you might see Rodgers check it down a decent amount. But if you're looking at a hypothetical stat line of, let's just say, 120 total yards, including receptions, and at least a touchdown, that's a hell of a captain spot line. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. I think that even though the Tennessee's been good against the run, you could see Jones be heavily involved in the passing game. And I do think that they used Dylan a decent amount last week because of Jones's lingering injury. Now he officially has none. So I think Uh you might see a bigger dose of Jones in this game. People are going to try to stay away from it, especially from a captain spot because of Tennessee's run defense. I think it's a pretty good spot to be a bit contrarian while also backing a pretty well-known touchdown guy. Yep. Give me Aaron Jones. All right. My second player, I'm going to Aaron Rodgers because, man, I think this is actually a a contrarian play because of how bad he's been. 
like he's been really bad. And I guess last week, well, maybe maybe everybody's back after last week, but I I can't not take the quarterback of a team that's playing the Titans. I can't not do it because the Titans have just been so abysmal. And we haven't talked about enough. Bud Dupree and Monty Hooker, their their starting and backup safeties are both out for this game. Mm-hmm. Two two people as deaf pieces in that secondary are out for this game in a secondary that's already battered, beat up, and not playing well. So at this point, I, I have to take Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to absolutely torch this secondary. And I'm really debating on why I don't have Aaron Rodgers in my captain slot over Alan Lazard, and I may be making that switch. I think I have to have Rodgers as well. It's really an issue because I'm in I'm in a bit of a salary crunch as we actually do this, but I do think Rodgers is basically an autoplay as far as I'm concerned. Even last week, he didn't have the yards, but he had the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And I, if, if I mentioned that Jones could be a decent pass catcher here, there's a chance he catches a touchdown pass. Like I think that if Green Bay scores, let's just say 21 points, Rodgers should have at least two touchdown passes. Yep. So I I do think that's a pretty reasonable outcome. The only concern is if Green Bay once again just falls back down to earth since they just have not been a great passing offense all season long. Maybe Tennessee's Mm -hmm. defense finds a way or maybe they just keep Rodgers off the field for so long. I mean, that sounds like, you know, since we're on Rodgers, that means that that's probably going to happen. I'm just saying it's a hypothetical, but... I thought about maybe avoiding Rodgers and just taking the wide receivers, but at that point, what's the point? Because then Rodgers would you just be missing points on Rodgers. Yep. But I, I think I agree. I think I have to kind of go with Rodgers here. I just think that it's a matchup that I like and that he should perform well in with touchdown passes or potentially yards, but most likely touchdown passes. All right, go ahead. Get out another player. All right. Uh, so I am going to go with... Oh, who do I want to go with here? Like, Lazard is obvious because I mentioned him. I think I have to go Lazard. I I mean, at the end of the day, you gave him out in your captain spot for now. You might switch it out. But I'm going to go with Lazard. I think it's a very good spot where he's still the number one receiver. Everyone else is going to overreact to what happened last week. And you can get potentially a decent buy-low spot on a guy you should have, I'd say, 70 yards and a touchdown. Sounds reasonable to me. I'm going to go with the, yeah. I'm going to go with Lazard. I think he's going to have a good matchup. All right. Next. I don't feel like I said him. Derrick Henry. Of course I'm playing Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is getting a 30th ranked rush DVO. DVO. DVOA. DVOA defense. Man, let's talk regular. Yeah. Derrick Henry's getting a 30th rush DVOA defense and in the Green Bay Packers, I truly think he's going to get limitless amount of volume. And of all that volume, he's going to have all the opportunity to break just one long one for a touchdown. I think he's 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 going to put up the yards. I think he's going to put up the yards. He'll probably sneak and find his way in the end zone a time or two. Uh, yeah, I'm just all over Derrick Henry here. I think this is a really good plus matchup for him. All right. So I actually think I'm going to pivot. Uh, because the salary wasn't working out. I have to use Derrick Henry. Uh, so that was going to be my next pick, but the salary was a bit of an issue. So I'm actually going to take Rodgers off. I'm going to go a bit bold here. I'm going to go with Green Bay's defense. And I don't feel great about it. I'm going to be honest with you, but I do think that nobody's going to have him. I have him. 
You have Green Bay defense. Okay. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> issues the secondary right now and the run defense. But the point is, I do think that since everyone's going to have Derrick Henry, including us, he could have a lot of yards, but we're not expecting a high scoring game. So if we think that Green Bay can play de- uh, bend, don't break, and they could force some turnovers, you have 10 interception. I think I think, think that interception is a pick six. I'm I, saying I think, I, th- I think there could be a pick six. There could be a fumble touchdown. Weird thing happens in bad weather in Green Bay, especially in November. So yep. I'm going to go with Green Bay defense instead of Rodgers. Rodgers, don't get me wrong, he should play well. But I am kind of going to go full contrarian here. I'm hoping that Lazard and Jones can kind of cover me for Green Bay's offense. Mm-hmm. But I need to do something different. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Green Bay's defense, and I'll avoid Rodgers, even though it might come back to bite me. All right, I got one more spot. Yep, and wait, I got two more. So let me give okay. you out Robert Woods. I'm going okay. with Robert Woods because I took Robert Woods for first touchdown. I do think that he has a lot, like in a offense that is really struggling getting the ball to the wide receiver as of recently. I think he has a really good opportunity to get in the end zone because he can do a bunch of different things. Like he doesn't have to just catch the ball. Like he can. Doesn't he also return punts? Yeah. Like he has a a bunch of ways he can find, you know, just to get in the end zone. And that's really the biggest way I'm on Robert Woods. I think he has different ways to score rather than just catching a pass from Ryan Tannehill. So I'm going Robert Woods. Yeah. So for this one, salary was low but it's my last choice. So to run through all my picks again, because I know I kind of switched some things up at the last second. I have Aaron Jones as my MVP. I have Derrick Henry because, duh, of course I have Derrick Henry. I have Lazard, and I also have Green Bay defense. My last one is going to be tricky because it basically involves Rodgers to throw a touchdown. I'm kind of just trying to limit the damage here. Okay. I'm going to take Robert Tunyon at mm. 7,000. I think that he's got a really good chance to score a touchdown here. And it's a low salary. I thought about maybe Hilliard, but I really didn't know if I wanted to double down on the Titans running backs when Hilliard only catches passes, so I decided not to. I saw Mercedes Lewis at 6,000, actually, which is an option. Oh, I'm playing, I'm playing Mercedes Lewis, so you know, that's my last player. Okay, I'm trying to see if I can make this salary work. I cannot. So I tried my best. But unfortunately, uh, can, can I actually make this work? I'll tell you what. Come back to me. I'm going to see if I can potentially experiment a little bit. Yeah, my last one's Mercedes Lewis, and it's because I think he gets an end zone for what I said. I think that they're going to be trying. They're going to try to establish the run in the red zone, and I think that Titans defense is going to come up really big for them. They're going to be figuring out ways to score the basketball, not basketball, but to score the football. I'm stuck in NBA mode, but I think that they're going to be trying to ways to score in the end zone and. Mercedes Lewis is just a guy that kind of gets lost as a blocker. He gets lost. They don't look for him to be going out into the flat, and he can just trip f- and find his way into the end zone. I mean, I want Mercedes Lewis here. I like him to score here. You'll hear me talk about him a little bit later when we get into our best bets for this game. And, you know, I got a DGen. Well, I thought I had a DGen prop on him. I don't have a DGen prop on him, but... Yeah, I like Mercedes Lewis. I think this is that random spot. Mercedes Lewis just comes up with a touchdown. Yeah, so especially with how bad Tennessee's been against tight ends. As you can tell, I'm definitely like half scrambling. Like I had a lineup, but I don't know how thrilled. You know what I mean? Like you have a lineup ready, but mm-hmm. as you look at it, you kind of feel like you could do better. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Uh, I, I mean, I, I am experimenting. I do like Robert Woods, the more he talked about it, just based on mm-hmm. the actual snap share. I think he's got a pretty good chance to have a surprisingly good game. And since Stokes is out, they're going to move Woods all over the formation. He can play in the slot and Burks is back. So I'm kind of curious what they're going to end up doing when it comes to actually splitting the overall responsibilities amongst the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But I'm keeping Aaron Jones in my captain spot because I do think it's a nice low captain slot percentage guy i'm keeping derrick henry i'm going to keep green bay defense i'm going to keep lazard but i'm actually going to take robert woods as well so that's kind of my pivot i'm not going to go with the tight end i kind of moved tunyon out there i kind of moved rogers out there i'm just kind of experimenting here but i will go with two titans players and i'll go with three packers players so jones my captain spot derrick henry Green Bay defense lazard and woods and i'm hoping green bay can either get some sacks or pick six or maybe both all right, all right. That's it for our lineups. Uh, just run through your lineup one more time. Yeah, so Aaron Jones, captain, Derrick Henry, Green Bay defense, Lazard, and Robert Woods. And then I am rolling with, if I can find it again, because I closed it out. Alan Lazard in my captain slot, Packers defense, Derrick Henry, Mercedes Lewis, Aaron Rodgers, Robert Woods. Let's go win a million dollars, sir. Let's All right, it. before we give out our lock and anytime touchdown, got to talk to you about us, SGPN, and our World Cup contest. You can enter the World Cup free roll contest, $250 cash and $250 gift card to the winner exclusively on the SGPN app and check out all of our World Cup content on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We're also brought to you by the merch store where you can get any item. You can get some cool Talk about my third leg shorts. You can get the Christmas sweater, NFL gambling podcast shirt, all of that stuff. 10% off until Thanksgiving. Promo code D-A-L-L-A-S-S-U-C-K-S. Dallas sucks. And I can't wait to scream that for next week's preview. Promo code Dallas sucks. All right. For my lock. I'm going to the total. Give me under 41. Bad weather. Up north. I re- two bad teams in my eyes. I don't think I don't like either one of these teams, to be honest. And we could see scoring. Are we going to see a bunch of scoring? I don't think so. So, yep, give it to I'll take the under 41. That is my lock for my anytime touchdown. Going back to Mercedes Lewis, man, because Mercedes Lewis is 11 to 1. And this is Thursday night where crazy things happen and weird people score touchdowns. And this just feels like the spot against a team that is really bad against tight end. Everybody's on Bobby Tunyon. I'll take the second best guy. 11-1, to Mercedes Lewis, he gets an end zone. I like it as a long shot. So my lock's going to go back to the player prop. Uh, I'm going to go with Lazard over 47.5. I just think that number is way too short. I think Mm -hmm. against this secondary, before it was banged up, it sucked. Now it's even missing players both on the defensive line and in the linebacking core and in the secondary. The defense is a mess right now. Lazard might only need one catch to go over this. Like it would, If he ended up going for a 50-something yarder, I would not be shocked. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. But people just assume that the weather is going to really prevent Green Bay from fully taking many shots downfield. Green Bay is used to this. Rodgers is used to this. They're not afraid to take shots if they need to. But 47 and a half is such a low number. 
and everyone's going to be on Watson. Even Tennessee is probably going to overcommit a couple of guys to Watson. I'll trust all reliable. Give me Lazard in this offense to have a pretty good receiving game. I think 47.5 is criminally low. All right. What it wow, this is hilarious. Uh, breaking news Dallas Cowboys have announced that they've signed former Cleveland Browns wide receiver Antonio Cowboy. Okay, <laughs> but it's funny because like CBS Sports because Odell was a former Browns receiver, yeah. And they but but the picture they put up there is clearly highlighting Odell in the huddle, but Callaway's standing next to him, so it's like. If you just saw breaking news and you looked at the picture, you thought they had Odell until you read the caption. It's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Sorry. What's your touchdown, sir? So for my touchdown, I thought about doubling down with Lazard at plus 185, which I think is pretty interesting. Uh, If I wanted to go for a somewhat long shot here, I'll go Robert Woods at plus 330. You kind of talked me into him. Uh, We know that Tennessee's a bit creative with the receivers because – I don't think a single receiver before last week had a touchdown before Westbrook Akina had one. But Rob, Robert Woods does return punts. They line him up all over the place. Stokes is out, and we saw Lamb do whatever the hell he wanted last week. He went for 10 catches, 130-something yards. Mm-hmm. I do think that Woods is a reliable guy. You could line up in a variety of positions across the formation. And I think as a result, he could find some mismatches. Give me Woods a plus 330. But I was also eyeing Lazard at 185. I just didn't want to take that much Lazard. I'll spread the wealth a little bit. All right. Love it. Love it. Anything else for people before we get up out of here? Uh, Not really. Uh, Looking forward to uh, the rest of the week. uh, Doing a tennis episode or two over the weekend, which should be fun. Uh, Besides that, still doing the NBA Gambling Podcast, the NFL Podcast, recording an episode with Munaf on Friday for the afternoon games on Sunday, which should be fun. But besides that, you can find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. And yeah, all my stuff's free. You know where to get it. And I'm at really real underscore underscore giving out winners coming off of a nice LaVisca Chenault 43 to one first touchdown. Great prop there. Going to go roll that over into this week. Next week is it, Scott. Three games next week. We got to have a separate meeting before the actual show on what the hell we're going to do for the show breakdown, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's going to be fun. I mean... Are we just going to do the massive DFS with all three games and just go from there? Like, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's the Probably. Thanksgiving DFS. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, and you got to have all three games. Yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. You might want to maybe you do want to fade my picks this week because I'm 100% looking ahead to the New York football giants on Thanksgiving going to play the Dallas Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. That's how we end the podcast today. Fuck the Cowboys. We're out of here.